The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. Happy Victory Monday! Yes, sir, we are here at the SWBC Studios. That's a live look right there at the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside the front of the Four Center. It may be raining outside, but it is sunshine and roses up in here today. Cowboys get a big victory, 24-6 over the Detroit Lions at home yesterday. The return of Dak Prescott and all of its glory and some of it not so glorious. But the Cowboys are victorious. They move to 5-2 and two on the season. They get ready to take on the Bears next week. They're still third in the NFC East, but that's okay. You still got to go play the Giants again and Philadelphia again. But we're going to get into this thing. This segment is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Uh, we are without – just because you see a white man sitting here, that is not Kurt Daniels. Uh, Kurt is out, not feeling well. I won't make anything up today. Uh, you know that he got his erectile dysfunction surgery a couple of weeks ago. He felt like it was a rainy day. He might as well stay home and put that thing to use. So Kurt's not with us today. He should be back with us tomorrow or Wednesday. Oh my God. No? You don't think so? He didn't want to put it to use? I, I, I talked to, talk to, talk to him, man. You talked to him? Yeah, Was it yeah. in between? It was in between? Oh, I ain't getting into that one. I ain't oh, getting into that one. Right, but well, I talked to him. He said, uh, whatever you decide to make up on it, <laughs> he with it. So yeah. we'll see We'll see Kurt back here tomorrow. But he is Nate Newton. I am Jesse Holly. Together we are hanging with the boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us when we speak. That's right. That's Nate, right. That's right. You, you people sit, feel the Cowboys when they, when they speak. People feel the Cowboys when, <laughs> when they, they speak. speak. Yes, when they're on the field. Yes, sir. Dak Prescott came back yesterday. Victorious. And I want to know your opinion. Not, this is not how this works. I want to know the, your the way, opinion. The, the way this works I is. I want to know your opinion. The way this works is. Okay. I introduce the show. Okay. I go through the whole sports equivalent that. that yeah, yeah. Feel us when they speak. Yes, right. And then I open up the floor, floor. to you. Okay. When I open up the floor to yes. you, then okay. you speak, okay. and then I rebuttal off what you speak before I move to the next topic. Okay. Can, can, I, can I produce on the fly real quick? Yes, yes you sure. can. Can you please tell the fans who is sitting in the no, chair? No, 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 no. Because no, it's so no, awkward. No, no, it's awkward. No, it's, uh, like that's right. We love that. 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 Well, just tell them where they're from. They just from Jersey. That, that, that's just your homeboy. Thank you. Thank you, audio. Thank, Thank you, audio. audio. Thank you, audio. Yes, sir. We're going to let y'all know these brothers are from Jersey. They, from Jersey. they hardcore. Okay. They well, did not kill any mobsters no. to get here. Oh, yeah, no. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, that's all we're going to let you know. Hey, okay. let, let me say this right here. Okay. Thank you. Let Thank me you. say this right here. <laughs> oh, I love this. You said. Oh, here we go. On the last show. I did. Our saying? quarterback may just get in there and say, I'm going to show these. No, S- I, I Yes, you. No, I didn't. Go ahead. I wish I – you hey, did not say – finish, finish your statement. You did not say the quarterback might just say, I'm going to show these SOBs who I am. He did that twice in the, um, in the first half. And I hear Coach quickly said, hey, Keller, 
put a rain on your guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to running this ball in the second half and play it to the strength of our defense. Yes, but you know what? Dak in his post-conference, is it? it post- post-game presser. He said, I tried some things, and I, I was just feeling good. And and I think Dak, as the game, as the season go on, he would get his throws. Mm-hmm. You know, we you you knew he would be rusty. I knew he would be rusty. But towards the the, the second half of that game, he started making some things happen. Uh, his offensive line did not welcome him back in the most <laughs> glorious way. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like hey, if we get him sacked, we are gonna run the ball. So let's get him hit a couple of times. <laughs> so, but I, I like what they did. Uh, they won the game. Uh, it's it just it was a good team win. Mm-hmm. And then a Hendra shot. Got his deal done, and and Jesse, I'm gonna say it again. That little dude in that that number nine, that new number nine, he may be that guy. He may be that guy. So I'm through, man. I'm now, happy. And we're gonna talk yeah. about all that, but of course we're we're gonna start with the Dak Prescott situation, right? Dak Prescott back at the helm after missing five weeks with the hand injury, and you saw it early on in the game. You mm-hmm. saw him come out, and he explained it with the. I think no. He was more him. elegant than you. That's fine. Yeah, I think Noah Brown uh, didn't didn't help out his quarterback a lot in that situation. Even the first Noah Brown didn't have a good game. Let's just, let's no, he probably wasn't one of his best. No, but even on the first play, and and Dak explained, he said, you know, we were coming out for a boot. Now normally the progression is boot tight end. Second level was Noah Brown. Third level is me running it. And he said. Tight end got lost in the sauce somewhere, fell, or right. got caught up in the wash. He said, I thought about running it, then all of a sudden Noah flashed, and I threw it because he flashed. And it was a little bit high, but we've seen Noah Brown make that catch. And you For what? his boy. F- for it, no. <laughs> See? For his boy, Coop. Yeah, you ain't Coop. You ain't, hey, it may, it, may, it may be that sometime. But right. I knew that there was going to be a level of excitement for Dak. Right? He was the first one there. Reports he was the first one at the stadium. There, <sighs> 8 o'clock in the morning. Now, normally guys don't get there. You have to be there two hours before game time. Right. He was there four hours before game time. And so he was excited and ready to go. And then he had a couple of YOLO throws. He had a couple of those throws that I knew that he would be like, let me see if I can really sling that thing up in there. And, again, he was afforded the opportunity not to have the balls intercepted. They dropped them. One should have been a surefire interception. But that's the way the game goes. Um, And we talked about this all last week. There was going to have to be a level of adjustment. His line was – the line was going to have to realize this isn't Cooper Rush back here. So the ball is not coming out as fast. Cooper Rush is not as agile. So being able – you know, Dak's going to hold on to it maybe a second or two longer – was that offensive line in the last five or six weeks just wasn't used to. Receivers, same thing. I don't care if you throw 60 passes on the practice field, 80 practice passes on the practice field. When you're away from the game for that long, the speed of the game changes. And you saw some of his throws be behind receivers. That's just because the timing is off. You, you, you can't replicate game speed and practice. You can, you can do all that you can to get the reps in, but until you get the rhythm of how the game is going to go, the speed of the game is going to go, you're going to be a tad bit behind. And you saw that in some of the throws uh, yesterday for Dak Prescott. But overall, overall for Dak Prescott, I'm comfortable in saying his first game back, and this is not – I don't think this is a knock. I think his game was like a C plus. I think when you look at – if you said if you said to me, if you said a B or B minus, I would go, you know what? Cool. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't sit here and have this debate with you about B minus to a C plus. Right, uh, right. I think that's where he he was in there. The good thing is that uh, Kellen Moore and company they kind of reined it back in and said, hey, we're going to just try to run this football uh, a little bit more, and it worked. It, it, it worked for the Cowboys. But if we if we really want to look at this, this isn't a. If we're being honest, this isn't a formula that I personally think can win you playoff games. And maybe I'm jumping the gun, but I've said on this show a ton, a ton of times, I don't care about regular season anymore. This team is going to win 10, 11, 12 games, and that's fine with me. They do it almost every other year. It's the things that I want to see in the playoffs. That's what I want to see. I, I want to see a team formulate in the playoffs, but first game back, not a bad start. Yeah, I have to get through the preseason, the regular season, and then the playoffs will begin. Right. I, I know that's the order of operation. This is a formula that can win and take you into the second and possibly the third rounds. All I'm just saying is actually 49ers. Did they not have a great defense? Did they not play bully football? Did they not try to get rid of their quarterback after this last year? Yes, they did. I don't know if they try to get rid of their quarterback. I think they tried to they they drafted a guy pretty high in the first round. They kind of wanted to see him get a little bit of want, get a little yeah. bit of spin. Yeah, and this guy didn't want to leave. That's the only problem. Garoppolo no, he wanted to leave. Garoppolo didn't want to leave. He had to he had he had he, the soldier he, surgery he, in the offseason. We know there's so many ways <laughs> to get out of a team if you want to get out of a team. But I'm just saying, my friend. This here can take you if, and, 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 and I'm telling you, that round 30, 35 passes a game, be as efficient as he was his first three or four uh, that's years. That's too many passes. If, if this 30, is, 35. If the formula it. that you're trying to talk about, 35 uh, passes, that's right. a we lot of passes. We run the ball 20, 20, 25 times? No, sir. This is perfect. You See, this is the problem you have, Jesse. Oh, here we go. You think you got to. Not, not for that, but for most, you think you just got to throw this thing. You got to slang this thing. No. You have to run it just enough to keep your team settled and to be able, when you have a, if you think you got a great defense, you got to always protect them. If you, if you know your defense ain't worth it, you know, like you want to call them BJ, BJs or whatever, BGs or whatever, Buddha, you know what I'm saying, all that crazy stuff, then. You just throw that thing and you make it and you score however you score. But we we got a formula here that's that's working pretty good. And I don't know how well it will work past the second round, but I know it will get you into the second round. My my here's my only argument with that is when you have a quarterback that you pay that amount of money to Don't let the money get in the way. Don't let the money blind you. Don't let the money make you think somebody's more than who they are. Dak, and that's why I keep telling you, Dak is elite. But you elite. told me he's, he's not elite. He's not. One day I'm going to break it down to you, How my about, definition of elite. Well, today's a great day for that. Do we have time? How much time do we, we got, have? We got, we How got, much time do we, we have left? We got three minutes left in this segment. Okay. And we that's got an enough time. another that's segment. That's enough time. So we're all we yes. are all. Whenever you're ready to hear what I think elite is, go. I don't think elite is just arm talent. It is part of the situation. Elite is when a quarterback has the ability and the arm and the brain to see how the game is being played, depending on who you play, 
What's the situation down in distance? You can adjust your mental that can go into your physical and, and, and transfers to the field. If you can do that right, that's what makes you elite. Every guy that's won a Super Bowl and had the best arm, every guy that, that won a Super Bowl won the most talented. You know, Tom Brady, they laughed at him when he went into this combine. They laughed at him, but 25 Super Bowls later, they're calling him the GOAT. Uh, this kid, uh, Peyton Manning, he did it with his arm. He did it with a running game in Denver. Elway never did it with his arm, but he did it with a running game in Denver. It, 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 that's how it works. That's how elite ain't always arm talent. We Guess who we call an elite? Two years ago, we didn't call this guy elite. Remember the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills? All he could do was just run, and he had a, a, a sporadic, erratic throwing arm. The kid from Wyoming, now all of a sudden, he's elite. For the next 10 years, it's going to be him and Mahomes battling for the best quarterback. Hey, elite is guys that win. Elite is guys that can assess that what is where? going around them. That win where? Win where? When, what part of the season do these elite guys win in? Uh, they, 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 that's what I'm saying. If Dak want to be elite and continue to stay well, no, elite. No, you said, no, no, not if he wants to be elite. You said he Well, is has elite. the guy from the Bills won a Super Bowl? No, but he's, he's, he's been winning in the playoffs yeah. a lot. Dak has been in the playoffs. Did he never win in the playoffs? Dak has never won in the playoffs? I think once. Okay, he's won. Thank you. <sighs> One game makes you elite in the playoffs? Oh, that's what the new NFL says. That's what you keep telling me, the new NFL. In the new NFL, they throw. Yeah, okay, everybody throw. I throw. You throw. No, you. I don't throw. You do throw. I don't. He's just different. You throw. <laughs> you throw that thing in the circle. No, I stop. I don't. I don't. Stop. Don't go there. I don't, don't do it. No, stop. Wait, wait. I just told you what elite was from my perspective. Okay. okay. And, and I can't tell you that you're wrong mm-hmm. because that's your opinion and yeah. that's your perspective. Right. I don't think your opinion and your perspective, perspective is right. Is right. But I can't what, tell you that okay, you're wrong. Do you have enough time telling me what your lead is? How far you going to playoffs? Yeah, that's what that's where elite players become elite players. Right, they become elite players in the playoffs. This okay. is why you act. This is why you put guys like Aaron Rodgers, where you put guys like Tom Brady, like Patrick Mahomes, now like Josh Allen. That's why you put those guys in that special category because of what they do in January and February. So he just got to eat, not the lead. Okay, he just got to eat. That's fine. He, can he got have the it. money. He can, he can, he can, yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> so he got to eat, but he got the lead. And, and that, yeah. that puts him in and, – and, and we have this conversation all the time. It's not a knock on him. Like, to be in that elite category, it ain't a bunch of, it ain't a bunch of cats in that category. No, it ain't. It ain't, it ain't it, it's it a ain't. very, very, very small category. But all, he can he's in be the next, elite. He's in the yeah. next category. He's in right. the, the, the tier underneath that. Mm-hmm. That's bunched in with a bunch of guys. Now, where he's at in that tier, that give or take, throughout, depending on what time of the year it is. If it's, if it's the first six games of last – Last season, guess what? If this is the elite tier and this is that second level tier, then he's on the top of that second level tier. If it's the second half of the season last year, guess what? He's on the se- he's on the, the the lower end of that second level tier. So, but it's all going to be dependent upon, and you know this as much as you may not want to admit it. It matters in January and February. That's and I, it, it don't care what sport it is. October for baseball. It's going to be January for football. It's going to be March and April for NCAA teams. It's going to be June uh, for NBA teams. When you want to become elite, all of those seasons come down to what do you do in the playoffs. And ultimately, 
can it yield to your team going to the championship? Unless you're Charles we'll take Barkley. a break. Unless you're Charles Barkley, but yeah, well, I mean, he's got. To, but Charles Barkley got to a to a, yeah, to a just, finals. I'm just, I'm just throwing stuff out there. Yeah, so we'll come back. Uh, second segment. We'll continue to break this thing. Yes, yeah, it's only the second segment. We'll continue to break these things. Oh, that's right, Curtis. Uh, yeah, I got a chance to. Talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go to break on that level. Hang with the boys. We'll be right back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to hanging with the boys on this victory, Cowboys victory Monday, right here at the Star SWC SWBC Studio. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain Blockchain.com. On Monday, that's today. This is my I've read the read. I read the read as it's supposed to be read. I read the read until a place is not supposed to be read. Like it says Monday, I'm not supposed to say Monday. So anybody that's listening, kids, if you're listening, when you have a read and it says Monday, you don't actually read Monday. But I did it, so it's all good. Uh, Sounds of the Star. Uh, it ends on October 26th. Live music fans, head to the Star in Frisco on Wednesday, October 26th for a brand new monthly concert series, Sounds of the Star, featuring the spectacular Southern Soul Band, Prophets and Outlaws. The concert tickets. The concert kicks off at 7 p.m. It is free, 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 and open to the public. For more information, visit thestarinfrisco.com. 
So, back to the game. We're past the Dak Prescott uh, portion of the game, and I do want to do a quick kind of injury update. Um, lost in the game yesterday is uh, J. Lou. Mm-hmm. He'll yeah. be done. He'll be done for the rest of the season. He had surgery right. last night on a Liz Frank uh, injury in his foot. Cowboys also lost uh, backup guard center Forniak with a hamstring injury. He'll be out uh, for a a couple of weeks, but. On the other hand, there were a lot. This is an opportunity for a lot of young guys. And, and this team has done a great job with developing their young guys. We didn't know what Tyler Smith was going to be. He came in as a guard, had to get moved to the uh, to the tackle position because Tyron Smith got injured. And he's fared pretty well. He's had his up and downs, but overall, he has not been a a a, a just complete turnstile. He is bowled up, he has played well. In this season, and I, you know, rookies are going to have those rookie mistakes. Uh, another one, the 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 Hendershot and Ferguson, those two young tight ends. You know what's funny? It, it's always interesting when you have a veteran guy, and these young boys start playing a little bit better behind you, and that knee, like, oh, that knee hurt, the knee hurt. So you look over there, and these young boys having success. You go, I think I feel a little bit better. I think my knee's getting a little bit. He went down yesterday. Had these young boys not been playing. He sits on – he probably – I don't know. He probably sits on the sideline for a little bit longer, maybe miss a game He'll or two. He'll play for that. But, oh, no. When Dak's back, he's yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, going to get this money because yeah. these young boys have kind of got a little head on, a little bit of lead on me. But Deron Bland will probably get the start for uh, Jay Lou playing that slot uh, corner and, and a lot of excitement for Deron Bland. He's had a good preseason, had a great training camp. Uh, it's tough to find your way in a rotation sometimes when the season gets here, but – we all heard it before. Next man up. And this is your opportunity to Ron Bland to show the world exactly who you are. And sometimes if you play good enough, some guys don't get the job back. Hmm. Wow. That's just real. that's just the way that's just the that's way it way is. It is man. Especially in contract years. You want to be able to ha- you want to be able to be out there and do, and do what you got to do. And if you play better than the guy in front of you, why pay him? We can we can pay you or play you. So uh, but a couple stars up on this defense, Sam Williams. He played limited snaps yesterday, but in the snaps that he did play, he was a monster. And the thing that I like about Sam Williams, and I think Dan Quinn is doing a great job with it, he's he's kind of giving him that, he's baby feeding him. He's saying, I'm not going to give you a bunch of reps. I'm not going to ask you to go out there and do a bunch of stuff. But when I insert you into the game, be impactful. When I give you those opportunities, be, be, a, be a plus to us. And the thing that Sam Williams, I think that he brings that is necessary, uh, he brings a level of nastiness. And I think that's going to be vital and so critically important for this team going forward. Because if you're going to play defense and you're going to be called upon defensively to be that good, you got to be nasty. Like Especially those guys up front. And Sam Williams is one of those guys where – uh, I don't know who said it, uh, but they said he plays to the echo of the whistle. You know, it's, it's, it's the whistle has blown, but he ain't stopping when the whistle blows. It's the echo of the whistle that he'll stop. And, and you know, you saw that yesterday on display where he grabbed the running back and, and went full WWE and slammed him. I remember sitting there watching the game. I was like, 
No, that's a 15-yard penalty. I'm like, that's a 15-yard penalty. They didn't call it. Right. And and subsequently left enough the next play that they they get a turnover. Uh, But that could have been a game-changing game. But Sam Williams, another guy who stepped up and played well for this team defensively. We can say a hundred different times and a hundred different ways about how good Micah Parsons is. Like this is this is I call it the Michael Parson effect, Jess. When you – Michael Parson effect, Armstrong, uh, Dorrance Armstrong, uh, Fowler, all of these guys come into effect, Donovan Wilson, because now they got single blocking, or you don't even block them. They just mm-hmm. running free. All of these guys – that's the effect of Michael Parsons, of them taking advantage, not only from Michael Parsons, but some of these guys that got sacks coming free where the guys was just confused. When you got that much speed running around and that willingness to get to one spot, that that that's, that can be confusing if you can't slow the game down. And then when they got behind and when they felt they got behind, uh, the Detroit Lions, they, 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 got to feel, they got to feel that fury. They got to feel it, man. So, uh, wow. So, let me ask you this question. How do you feel, like, like the sacks are there, the pressures are there, um, the turnovers are starting to happen a little bit more, but but where are you at on this team's ability to stop the run? I, I think that's going to be huge going down the stretch. Where are, you, where are you at on that, and is there something that they can do to improve that, I think that's the one area of that defense well, that worries me. Some they, I, I tell people like right here, as the season go on and we and they get better, a lot of this will be on our offense. If you can tell me where our offense will be in four or five weeks, I can give you a definite answer. If you say, let's say, let's say, going, let's okay. say for talking points' sake, yeah. They're right where they're at. Right here. They're, they're, go get they're, you. Go get your run stopper. Right well, now. Go get okay. you a run. Go get you a guy that can literally take over the game in the middle. From but we've either, been saying that for a couple years no, now. I, I didn't say draft one. I've been saying draft one, draft one, draft one. I'm like, look at this guy. Man, he stopped runs. Get him. Do something to get him. Because... We gonna need more than 18 points a game to win in the playoffs. You know this, and I know this. And if you can run at will, especially in the middle, outside, and everywhere you want, but the passing game is gonna be tremendous. Mm-hmm. So you take away our superpowers on the back end when we can't stop the run as this season progresses. So go get him now. But if you're telling me my offense gonna score. 27 points, 24, 27 points, and more importantly, score first or keep you even, oh, yeah, you ain't got to worry about it. We're going to get after some folks. We're going to get after some folks. Yes, sir, Jesse. Is there any particular guy that you look at across the league that may be available? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I've been concentrating on Dallas, and I look at guys now. We've played two or three guys in our own <laughs> division. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. But outside our division, I couldn't tell you. But inside, they got one in Philadelphia. He he on a one-year contract, and I wish we could trade for him. His name Fletcher Cox. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> we got another name, Aaron Donald. You might have to give up the world and, and wreck your um, your, uh, your money you know, for the 
future, Aaron Donald. Yes, sir. And you got two Bama boys with the commanders. Get one of them and say, hey, this is what we want you for. That's an interesting take because if that Washington team begins to flounder and and if if that's a bad organization, so bad. <laughs> it is. It's so bad. And they yes, had a, they, they had a great win this weekend against against the Packers, but if they end up firing Ron Rivera and they kind of go through a fire cell, that's not a bad place to look for to snatch some guys from that defensive front. They they got enough of them to to add to the mix. Seven of them. Seven of them that could play right now on somebody else's team and be a factor. Seven of them. I went back, and, and as I was kind of replaying the game last night, and I, and I tweeted this, I said the three biggest plays uh, that happened in the game, and most of them came from the defense. Because coming, matter of fact, all of them came from the defense. One really came special team. That was an honorable mention for me. But coming out of the half, the Cowboys went into the half down uh, 6-3. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're down to the Lions, who had the worst defense in the league. You're down 6-3. And I said, coming out of the half, the stadium was dull. They were booing. There was no energy. The team came out flat, which was concerning to me that you had a home game and you came out flat. Your quarterback was back. You thought the energy would be more there. And I said, the Cowboys, defensively, if this is going to be what Micah Parsons said it was going to be, it was going to be our show. He told Dak, hey, welcome back, but this is just still ours. This is our show. And the defense need to go ahead and make a huge play. And then they they had the moment where I don't know why they keep throwing go balls to towards uh towards Steph, uh, Stephon Diggs to Trayvon Diggs, but they did anyway. He comes up with a huge interception. And I think that was one of the momentum changers of that game. They they get that inter- they get that interception, they come down to score, and now it seems like things are going in their manner. And then there's this one play that only Micah Parsons can make. I think he's probably the only one that can make this play, at least on this team. Maybe not in the league, but probably in the league too. And they go and 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 they set it up beautifully. Ben Johnson, the office coordinator for the Lions, he kind of semi-rolls out uh, golf and golf throws back to a tight end screen. And it is set up beautifully. Two blockers out front, receivers down the field blocking, tight end gets the ball, and he is headed to the end zone for a touchdown. And that would have changed the absolute dynamic of this football game. But who rushed up the field? Micah Parsons put his foot in the ground and was on a dead sprint. And I feel for uh, my man's name is Wright. I feel for him. I know what it feels like to be run down from behind when you think you got a little bit of glory in front of you. I feel you, brother. I'm sorry. It happens. It happens to the best of us. I know what you. I know the pain that you're feeling. And he's inching closer and closer and closer to the to the goal line. But the lion is hunting. And he runs him down and he tackles him inches before he goes into the end zone. And then to me, the next play, which was my number one play of the game, because when you go back and you watch it, we get on tank a lot of times because he doesn't have the sack numbers that we would like for a guy who's making that kind of money to have. But if you go back and watch that play, it is teach tape material. And this is why you're always taught or you hear coaches saying, defend every down. Don't just give up because they're on the one-inch line. Defend every down. Defend every blade of grass. Play hard every play you're going to be out there because you never know when the opportunity is going to present itself. And most people would have said, this is a touchdown. I said it. I'm like, oh, Troy's about to score. The thing's about to change. Tank beats the guard. The guard thought he was going to come down, had his head down. He swooped back, beats the guard, takes on the pulling guard, 
And the, the Titan, who was a fullback, takes him on. And somehow, I don't know how he did it, but he gets his hand in there and he punches the ball out from the running back. Anthony Barr recovers it on the one-yard line, and the Lions do not go in to score. Those were like three of the biggest plays that happened in this football game defensively. And that, to me, was the backbreaker. That was the backbreaker, but it was also the springboard because offense wasn't really doing much. It was those type of plays that got this team back in it, and then they were able to go on, and, and that's when the game got out of hand. And so huge shout-out to, to those guys, and, and, and Micah is just – he's just an alien. But those are the th- – when you talk about playmakers on defense, those are the three guys who always have to show up for you. Tank up front. Micah, wherever the hell you play him, and then on the back end it has to be Trayvon Diggs. And they showed up in a major way in those three separate plays to help this team get a victory. I agree with you 100%. Wow, that was great. Jesse, you you put that together. Hats off to you if I had one on, my brother. Oh, And then Micah took to Twitter. Hats off to you, baby. And then Micah took the Twitter, and what did he say, Chris? He said, I wonder if Madden will give me a speed upgrade. I heard it was 21 miles an hour. Okay, and then one Chad Johnson, who is a Madden grader, says, beat me in Madden, I'll change your speed to 95. <laughs> wow. You know what's interesting? And Those two on Twitter are hilarious. They are hilarious. But you know what's very interesting and funny to me, and then we'll go to break, is – Micah is very Micah as good as he is, he's very rabbit earish. He's very rabbit ear. He hears everything. Oh, he's sensitive to the Madden ratings, bro. And but he's always on Twitter. And it's just all it's funny because I we I say this thing so many times in this show. You either die the hero or you live long enough to, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And as long as Michael Parsons is a beast on the football field, no one's going to say a darn thing about all the all the Madden and Twitch and this and that and all that kind of stuff that he does on Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But the minute things go wrong and the minute things don't look up for, Ma- uh, for, for Micah, they're going to be like, get off Twitter, get off Madden. All you want to do is worry about your ratings. You should actually be in there watching film. With so as long Maybe as he is Jalen. Like they did Jalen. As long as he as long as he now he's I don't even want to put him and Jalen in the same category. No, but I'm saying that's the the, the fury that kid had to take, man, for yeah. just being a social member of that thing, man, of that yeah, world. Man. All right, so we'll take our final break. We'll actually let the people that you see sitting here with us actually speak. Yes. Uh, we, we I told you we are the people show. That's what we do. This is our we're not we don't have fans, we have family. That's right, that's right. As the people show, hanging with the boys. So we'll come back with our third segment. We'll continue to recap the game, the victory yesterday from the Cowboys, beating the Detroit Lions 24-6. And you'll hear the mysterious people talk and what they have to say. Stay right here with us on Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. 
SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this Victory Monday. It's raining outside, but it is sunshiny and bright and airy and glittery and lit inside the star as the Cowboys defeat the Detroit Lions 24-6 in a win yesterday at AT AT&T Stadium that moves the Cowboys to 5-2 on the season, still sitting in third place in the NFC East. If the playoffs ended today, they would be a sixth seed. And they would they would take on the uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Don't start that, Jess. Don't start that, man. Just giving you what the just giving you if that, it ended man. today. You, if it ended today, that's what the, that's what yeah, it would be. It would on, be in the playoffs. Man. We would be number one, man. If it ended today. If it ended today, you would be number three. We'd be number one. No, no you wouldn't. We'd be number one, man. <laughs> in your heart, yes. Yeah, we'd be number one. But in the standings, you would be number three. Number one. See, because I. The playoffs don't start today, so what you saying and what I'm saying don't make a bit of sense. No, I'm I'm just giving you. A, I don't want that information, right, okay. man, because we're in third place in the East. Wow, who would have think that we were supposed to be no worse than second? Yeah, but and you we're spent, in third place. You spent four games with your backup quarterback, so being in third and 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 I mean, it's not like you in third place. Like it's not like you in third place. Like in the you NFC know what South. you can do all that you want, but I want to know who these guys are. You can you can talk that all you want, man. What's y'all name, man? No, we ain't I ain't finna go, man. What's your name, man? What's your name, bro? Hold what's on. your name? Hey, you me. better hurry up, dude. You better hurry up, Mister Leader. All right, you got it. Go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Let's, let's work. On, let's work on no, your. No, we're in third place. No, let's work on your. We're in third. Let's work on your. In, let's work place. on your intro skill. That's third place. You don't want to. You don't want to get better today. If, we, if at the end of the day we'll be at six. You don't want to get better today. Better, I'm a better. I'm let's get good. better. Let's get one percent better today. I, I, I am good at who I am, and so I'm the best at me. So I, I'm the best at me. Okay, well, can we? Let's evolve. Let's see. Let's evolve. What? Let's Nate. Let's Nate. You bring in our guests. Evolve from what? 
See, you're wasting valuable time. We got to By the be time you there. bring him in, the, game, the show's going to be, be over. over, Jesse. Come on. You're not going to win. Come on. All right, like we always tell you guys, man, we are the people show. This We don't have fans. We have family. And family. we got some family in town, family. man. Family. One of our loyal, loyal listeners. Yes. And from my home state, the Garden State. Yeah, water ain't clean, but Jersey. And then we got we got TJ. TJ, are you from Jersey? Oh, TJ's from Jersey, but you're down here in Texas now with me. Yes, sir. All right, yeah. so TJ's like me. We migrated. We got we got to get G down here. Close, waiting on you. Yeah. Waiting on you. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah but we'll let G in. Right. We'll let G. We'll we'll let G in, yeah. man. And and G, G came bearing gifts. Yeah, he did. G man. came bearing gifts. So I, I want to just. Where my shirt at? Can you give yeah. me my shirt over hey, there, hey, TJ? Here we go right here, G. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. let me see that one. Yeah, yeah. 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 So G came bearing some yeah, gifts. Yeah. And, you know, we're all about the great causes, right? So we're all about uh, the great causes. And G came bearing gifts for us, man. And we're going to talk a little bit about what this means. And we got the hats and all that kind of good stuff. So, yes, so, so, yes. so G, you know, introduce yourself, man. And, and give him and a stuff back, Jess. You got it. I got my own. <laughs> yeah, I know what you brought up. And, and G, yeah, you, that yeah, come up missing. Fever, yeah. And G, tell us a little bit about about that, and then we'll talk some Cowboy football. Correct. Where well, the shirts and the hats, they uh, read the word cancer with a red line through it. And um, I lost my mom in April to stage wow. four uh, metastatic, metastatic cancer. And in the year 2000, I lost my sister uh, at the age of 26 to cancer as well. Wow. Um, so, the I, I, you know, we brainstorm a lot and we think a lot about stuff that affects our family. But I think that cancer affects everybody because not one person that we know doesn't know somebody that either passed away from cancer, has cancer, or has defeated cancer. Um, so, you know... We're from Jersey, and we got a little bit of swag, so we were thinking of different ways to, to get the message out. And, and the message that I want to get out is, um, and, and Jesse, you've hit on it a, a bunch of times uh, throughout this year, is go get yourself checked out, right? There's nothing wrong with going to the doctor. I went today, yeah. yeah. Did you? Yeah. Me, me, for one, I'm somebody that I hadn't visited a doctor in years, and mm -hmm. my wife— uh, God bless her, Evelyn, babe. I'm giving you a shout out right now, because <laughs> um, you know I can't go home without that. Absolutely. Man. So she, she always, man, for the for the last ten years, uh, you got to go see the doctor. You got to go see the doctor. And um, until mom passed, you know, I hadn't gone and visited the doctor just because it's not something that we do. I'm healthy. I wake up and breathe every day. Um, but going into the the cancer treatment facilities, it really showed me a different aspect of why we need to go get checked out. Thank you. And and you know, um, in in the place that the hospital that that took care of mom. Um, 100% of the proceeds of, of every shirt and hat that I sell, 100%. I'm fronting everything. I'm paying for the hats and I'm paying for the shirts myself. But 100% of everything that I make is going to the hospital. Because there were certain treatments that the insurance weren't, wouldn't cover for my mom, but that hospital would not leave, let her leave without taking care of her. So I'm doing it back home. I've gotten 100% support from everybody. So many orders in, um, and, and it's just been love. But, you know, again, the, the shirt reads cancer with a red line through it, and the, the message is let's cancel cancer, man. We're, we're so worried about canceling everything else that we're not worried about what's affecting everybody's homes, right? And it's illnesses, you know, it's and cancer in particular, man. How do they reach you? How do they... Well, I'm on Twitter. You know, I'm I'm always you know uh, chatting with with everybody here and hanging with the boys. I'm G from Jersey on Twitter. So if you want to look me up on Twitter, I'm G from Jersey on Twitter. So you guys can reach me there. You got an Instagram, anything like that? Uh, on Instagram I'm, uh, as well. I, I got my street name on Instagram is Formula underscore G. So the word Formula underscore with the letter G on Instagram. 
Nice, 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 man. And so you guys, huge fan of our show, huge fan of the Cowboys. So just, TJ, I'll start with you. Sure. What was your take from yesterday's game, the return of Dak Prescott? What do you feel uh, uh, the uh, about the Cowboys and how they looked with their quarterback coming back? Like you said earlier, they looked very flat in the beginning. Uh, second half, they they turned it on with the turnovers and all of that other stuff. Uh, two big defensive plays from Micah, the goal line stop, and then followed that by the Demarcus Lawrence mm-hmm. fumble, um, the Trayvon Diggs interception. Those key moments really turned around because they could have lost that game easily. Yeah. No, easily. It, it was a back-and-forth game for a while. Uh, G, what, what was – what excited you about the game? Give me two things. What excited you about the game that you took from the game, and what's one thing that you're like, man, we gotta fix that, or, or that's gonna be that's gonna be something that's gonna bite us in the butt later on. It's watching the lion, right? Because you had a pride come in. The lions, they're the pride, mm-hmm. right? We heard the fans before the game, pride, pride, pride. But then watching the lion insert his supremacy on that field, and you see how the rest of that defense feeds off of him, Mm. right? You have guys that have been a part of this organization for four or five years that they were just players out there. But now you see him over the last two years, those guys are stepping it up. Like, they're like, we got to match Micah Parsons' level on the field, right? Because Micah's not somebody that he just talks about it. Micah gets it done on the field. And and, and there's this elite, but then you have game-changing players. Micah Parsons is a game changer, right? And something that, that I would like to see them adjust is slow starts, man, right? We Home, what took us so long offensively, right? The running game is, is effective in the, first, in the first half, but then you go away from it on third and one and you want to try to attempt to pass. Like Uncle Nate always says, man, Get a ball to Zeke and give the ball to them backs and let's go behind number 70 and let's get that one yard, right? That's right. Because if we don't get it on third down, guess what? We're going to try again. So let's do it. You know, but that's that's just something, Jesse. And, and to your to your point, the numbers behind that, coming into that game, Zeke was 100% on third down conversion rate and third and one yard or, or less. And in that game yesterday, they were 0 of 4, 0 of 3 of 4 on third down and one or less in that game against the Detroit Lions. And partially, a, a big portion of it is they didn't go behind number 70. They were trying to get the ball to the outside and trying to do flea they flicking and all that kind of stuff. They knocked us out. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, man, thank you guys, man, for being on the show. G, thank you. TJ, thank you, man. Thanks Huge Cowboys us. fans. Thanks for having us. Yo, man, these the Jersey boys up in <laughs> yeah, here. Respect yeah. that, man. Respect that. Right. Respect we, that. Before we jump Jersey. Now, y'all can jump on me. You can beat me up. I'll still survive. You're a fat man to survive. Now, I'll recover. Just give me a nah, honey bun. Nah, I'll be all right. There's so much love for you. out. You don't understand, right. like, how much love for you there is out here. Like, and G was saying this before we came in. He's like, man, you're the uncle right. that everyone loves at the cookout. Because I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change by my, my, my opinion. Yeah. Do we have, the I, more I, I drink, the more I become a, a cowboy. I want to add something to, to, to Uncle sure, Nate, right? Sure, So the reason I'm a cowboy fan is because of my sister. She was yeah. a big Miami Hurricane fan. Oh, I am too. Right? But she yeah. followed. She was a Michael Irvin fan, right? Right. So then Michael gets drafted by the boys, so she naturally becomes a cowboy fan, right? So that's how I became a Cowboy fan. Seven years old, she's like, this is our team, right? Right. So I started playing peewee football, and I was a big fan of Jay Novacek. Yeah. I, 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 wow, I just love Novacek's style, right? Right. He's t- right? 
So I go to my first practice, and the coach asked me, he goes, well, what position? I said, I want to play tight end because I want to be Jay Novacek. He looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> I was four foot six, right? About right. 130 pounds at that age, right? right? He goes, uh-uh, you built like Nate Newton, so you're going to play up front, man. <laughs> so that's, I'm telling you, yeah. man, it's, um, you, you, Nate, like, you're, I, I made a shirt, and I, I yeah. think I showed you, yeah. it, it has the huddle on it, and Uncle Nate is, is he's front and center, man, um, and, and we love you out there, man. Thank you for everything you, you did. And, and, and this line, they, they starting to get that attitude that you guys yeah. had, man. Man, that's awesome, brother, man. So uh, we thank you guys for coming in. Thank no, you for thank the calls, you. G. Hit, hit G up, man, and get those shirts, man. TJ, you, you got you part of this cause? Or? I help out a little. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got Instagram, 21 Dales, same okay. as Twitter. Okay. There All you right. go. Hit them up. Get these shirts, man. 100% of the proceeds goes to the hospital where G, uh, G's mom uh, was at. So we want to make sure that we can help out wherever we can, man. Thank you guys. Your family to me. My Thank Jersey you. boys are here. Thank yes, you all sir. for always listening to us, man. We appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow. Same place. What? I can't laugh. I got to close the show, bro. Close the show. Nate, TJ, <laughs> G. <laughs> Chris Beam in the back. Audio Jazz, thank you so Willie much. Willie Will. Bro, Willie, thank you so much for, for putting us up, man. We appreciate you guys. We love you. Cowboys victory Monday. Enjoy it. If there's somebody in your we got office, another treat for you. If somebody Them in sorry bows coming, Cowboy baby. Cowboy fan, man, go smack them in the head and let them know it's Cowboy victory Monday, man. It's hanging with the boys. We out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this?